On Lines and Circles Alongside Silas Marner, my husband has been rereading Ayn Rand's great masterpiece, Atlas Shrugged. He recently came across this fascinating coincidental connection, so I thought I would share it with you. In part two of Atlas Shrugged, Dagny Taggart, who has been heroically keeping alive a transcontinental railroad in an industry marred by professional incompetence and undermined by crippling government policy, finally makes the decision to quit and go off by herself to a cabin in the country. She tries to fill her days with activity, but what she discovers is that activity, to have any meaning that would fulfill her, must be part of a long-range purpose. It cannot be a circle. It must be a straight line. Quote, then she understood that what she needed was the motion to a purpose, no matter how small or in what form, the sense of an activity going step by step to some chosen end across a span of time. The work of cooking a meal was like a closed circle, completed and gone, leading nowhere. But the work of building a path was a living sum, so that no day was left to die behind her, but each day contained all those that preceded it. Each day acquired its immortality on every succeeding tomorrow. A circle, she thought, is the movement proper to physical nature. They say that there's nothing but circular motion in the inanimate universe around us. But the straight line is the badge of man, the straight line of a geometrical abstraction that makes roads, rails, and bridges, the straight line that cuts the curving aimlessness of nature by a purposeful motion from a start to an end. The cooking of meals, she thought, is like the feeding of coal to an engine for the sake of a great run. But what would be the imbecile torture of coaling an engine that had no run to make? It is not proper for man's life to be a circle, she thought, or a string of circles dropping off like zeros behind him. Man's life must be a straight line of motion, from goal to farther goal, each leading to the next and to a single growing sum, like a journey down the track of a railroad, from station to station. A metaphor of lines and circles also appeared in this chapter of Silas Marner. Recall that Silas's life at the loom had been compared to that of a spider, his days to the unquestioning activity of a spinning insect, and his love of the gold a less-than-satisfying end in itself. But Epi, we are told, draws him out of the monotony of routine and the dead end of purposelessness, and gives his life meaning and joy. Quote, Unlike the gold which needed nothing and must be worshipped in close-locked solitude, which was hidden away from the daylight, was deaf to the song of birds and started to no human tones. Epi was a creature of endless claims and ever-growing desires, seeking and loving sunshine and living sounds and living movements, making trial of everything with trust in new joy and stirring the human kindness in all eyes that looked on her. The gold had kept his thoughts in an ever-repeated circle, leading to nothing beyond itself. But Epi was an object compacted of changes and hopes that forced his thoughts onward and carried them far away from their old eager pacing towards the same blank limit. 
carried them away to the new things that would come with the coming years, when Eppie would have learned to understand how her father Silas cared for her, and made him look for images of that time in the ties and charities that bound together the families of his neighbors. The gold had asked that he should sit weaving longer and longer, deafened and blinded more and more to all things except the monotony of his loom and the repetition of his web. But Eppie called him away from his weaving and made him think all its pauses a holiday, reawakening his senses with her fresh life, even to the old winter flies that came crawling forth in the early spring sunshine and warming him into joy because she had joy." You can see that these two novels are very different in theme. For Dagny, her career was the integrating aim of all her activities. For Silas, it was the happiness of his adopted child. But both were discontented with a life of ever-repeating circles, and needed instead a straight line pointed with purpose toward a horizon.